exploring interesting topics that impact our lives and fascinating ideas that get us thinking. I'm Kyle. And I'm Kelly. And this is Things to Think On. All right. Welcome to an episode of Things to Think On. We are officially back after a little bit of a hiatus, an unintended one, but one nonetheless. It's been crazy. Yeah. I mean, it really has. I had, we had, I've had a lot of stuff to do with our kids, school, vacations. I had surgery. Yeah. It's been a lot going on. A lot going on. But great news is we're back and we're back to talk about something very, very fun and exciting, especially given the holiday season. It is top five Christmas movies. Top five Christmas movies. This is a critical topic. According to us, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Top well, all top all top five lists of anything are just according to whoever wrote them or paid for them. So nobody's paying for this one. So you're just getting the people who wrote it, which is us. Top five Christmas movies to watch. And we'll sprinkle in some other fun things like the worst Christmas movies as well. But let's get it started. So we'll count down. Our list of top five Christmas movies, starting with the fifth on the list, which is... Okay, you got me by surprise by going backwards. All right. Our number well, five of course, spot. Of course we're going to go backwards. <laughs> you, don't, you don't lead with the best. You go in opposite order. All right. In our number fifth spot, we have the movie Klaus. This is a Netflix original movie, so you can watch it with your Netflix subscription. Klaus is a really touching film. It's an animated movie, so that makes it, it might seem like on the surface that that would be a kid's movie, but I actually think that, you know, it's definitely a family movie and um, the concept of the story is, I think, geared towards adults more than children, to be honest. Um, and I, I can't watch that movie without being moved to tears. It's very, it's very moving film. It, it gets you right in the feels. Every it really does. Time. And not for the reasons that you would expect either. Uh, it's just, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a film about personal evolution and changing for the better. And at the end, I just, I'm always in tears cause it's just very touching. For sure. Definitely worth watching. It didn't seem like that initially, like when we were first looking at it. It was like, it's a Netflix movie and it seemed like it was okay. I mean, we're not talking like Pixar here, but it was, it was surprisingly well done. And after maybe a little bit of a slow start, it really picks up and gets really good. Yeah. So I'll say maybe as a caveat, it's not our kids. I doubt they would choose it as a top five movie, but they do like it. Um, And that kind of goes along with the. I think it's geared more towards adults, even though it's an animated film. Um, some of the themes that you see in the movie just really resonate with adults. Yeah, for sure. But kids will enjoy it. Yep. Kids will kids will like it and adults will probably like it a lot. All right. Should we move on to our yep. number four? I'll let you take that one. Okay. Number four is a Christmas classic. Uh, no Christmas season would probably be complete without watching. It's a wonderful life. So this is, I mean, if you look at when it was made, 1946, that's just crazy to me. But uh, it basically, for those who don't know, 
anything about It's a Wonderful Life, where have you been for the last 70 years? But also <laughs> it centers on George Bailey and him thinking that, you know, he's uh, had uh, his life just isn't that great. And so his guardian angel takes him through what life, what everything would be like if he had never existed. And yeah. so, I mean, he has had struggles, but then who hasn't? I think he kind of gets a sour attitude that maybe he's had more than his fair share. Yep. And uh, yeah, his guardian angel helps to correct that, right? When you're shown, we actually had a family discussion about this recently, that when you think about things that you're grateful for, it makes you happy. Yeah. And when you think about things that are hard, it makes you sad. So one of the great ways to turn turn things around for yourself is to actually take a hard look at all the good things in your life that you're grateful for. Yeah, for sure. And it's it's amazing to me. I mean, we watch this one every year. And again, it's one that really stands the test of time, which I think is impressive. That Because there are other movies that were made a long time ago that just don't stand the test of time and are become almost unwatchable. But this one, no, this one is great. So it makes our list of the top five in, in the number four spot. Yeah, even though it was made a while ago, it's still very relatable. For sure. Even more relatable now, probably. Yeah, the older you get, the probably the more relatable it is. Yeah. Should we move on to our yeah. number three? All right, number three. Number three, imagine most people have seen this film. It is Elf, starring Will Ferrell. It's actually been out for a while. Can you believe it, this film came out in 2003? No, I was just going to say, like, it's approaching 20 years old, which yeah. is insane to me. But it, again, is another one that stands the test of time. You know, obviously it hasn't been around for since 1946. Like, it's a wonderful life, but it's been around for a long time and still is like a Christmas classic. Oh, yeah. You, you, just, you can't go through the Christmas season without watching it. At least once in our house, it gets watched usually a couple of times. We have already watched it twice. Yeah. So far this season, I think our kids have watched it three times. <laughs> That's not surprising. They love Elf. They think <laughs> they it's just it. great. Yeah. I mean, what's not to love? It's very, Buddy's just so innocent and yeah. fun and what it's a really good family story, right? Someone yeah. has, again, another personal evolution story too, where someone changes for the better and pretty much every way in his career, his family becomes a kinder person, all that. Um, and then you have Will Ferrell playing this innocent, gigantic human elf. <laughs> it's just so funny. Yep. It's the innocence that makes it so funny. It is. I mean, there's just so many like, chuckle moments in the movie where he, his kind of naivety just makes a situation so comical. Yeah. Yep. It's a good one. An absolute classic. All right. So that's number three, Elf. And we'll move up to number two. So we had a really difficult time deciding between one and two. These, both of these movies, I think are just absolutely excellent. And so uh, it was a hard choice, but coming in at number two is Dr. Seuss's The Grinch. And I, I have to make sure that everybody's aware this isn't the old Grinch and this isn't the live action Grinch. Yeah, we're not talking about the original animated cartoon Grinch or 
the one with Jim Carrey. We are talking about Illuminations, Dr. Seuss's The Grinch, uh, with the voice starring Benedict Cumberbatch. That's right. So you know right off the bat that you have with Benedict Cumberbatch, you're, you're going to get a good movie. I just, I don't think that he does not good movies, does he? No, he always does excellent movies. I mean, a lot of them, they're heart crushing, but yeah. <laughs> they'll rip your soul right out. But yeah. yeah, excellent. Yeah. And this one, I I do not like any Grinch movies uh, or any of the previous two, to be honest. Like they, I really, really dislike them. And I thought I would dislike this one too, just because like the story of the Grinch to me is not fun or appealing in any way. That said... They did this one so well, and the story behind it is just so great, where you still have the Grinch being like a quintessential Grinch, uh, but you see a lot more of the story behind that, and then mm-hmm. the evolution of the Grinch in a, just a, a way that you actually like him a lot more. <laughs> yeah. The reason why he's grumpy in this movie about Christmas is totally understandable, and you just can't help but feel for him, but he's not... Even being the grumpy Grinch, I don't know. He's he's got his friend Max, his dog, his loyal companion, and and you can see that when it's just him one on one with these, there's other animal characters as well. Yeah, that he befriends. Um, he's not a bad person. I don't know. He's just so much more relatable and understandable in this particular version that makes it a much better film. And the voice actors do a great job. You know, we obviously Benedict Cumberbatch is great. Um, they've got Keenan Thompson also playing a character. So good. And he's, so good. I think he actually might be my favorite character in the movie. He just brings something to it that makes it really fun. I don't know. You have to watch this film if you haven't seen it. It really is good. And they did, they pulled off a miracle by taking that song about the Grinch and changing it to a modern version. And I, I mean, we all hated that song. <laughs> One and now I love Christmas it. Songs, yeah. I love the new song. It's great. It's catchy. It's it is modern. It makes a lot more sense. I don't know. It's a great song. Yeah, they made the music better. They made the story better, and yeah, just everything about this movie is. I don't know how many times we've watched it so far this year. We watch a lot of Christmas as soon as Christmas time rolls around. Like we start watching Christmas movies a lot, and so this one has yeah, been yeah, probably at least what five times a week we're watching a christmas least, movie yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe every day almost i don't know if it's not a christmas movie we're watching some sort of christmas special so yeah there's something christmas going on and and i we, we really like this when this one gets watched many times many times and it doesn't get old. once a week there's one the scene season. that we're just all we can't wait to watch it we're dying it's so funny yeah it's just, it's a good film. And the animation, it's really colorful, mm-hmm. even though they're, the setting is so white and snowy. The Who Whoville setting is, is really white, but they have tons of color pops in this film. So it's really colorful and fun to watch. Yeah. Good story. Really good characters. One of, I think it's one of the best animated movies actually out there. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and go out there and say that. Could easily be. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking right now at like some of the, the scores uh, just online for this movie and they are a lot lower than they should be. Like this, this movie is legitimately a, a top uh, five and a top one or two movie just for okay. family and for, for 
people in general, adults, kids, everybody. If you look at any Christmas movie score, they're always low, I think. Some some of the ones on our list have been higher, uh, like so, especially some of the classics. But this one deserves a much, much higher rating than it is getting online. So if that's dissuading you at all, it's true. It's a feel good movie, too. And so feel good movies don't tend to get really high scores. Klaus is a great movie. It's on our list. And I think it was even critically acclaimed. But it's one of those touching movies that leaves you thinking. And it's not so much the happy go lucky kind of film. They're they're on two different links here. So. With all of that said, I guess that brings us to our our top our top spot. So I don't know. I feel like we should have a drum roll, but we're not going to. No, there's no good way for us to do a drum roll that <laughs> won't sound terrible in the recording. But you're right. The top one, again, this was really difficult between The Grinch and what we put at the very top, which to me is just quintessential Christmas time movie that... Not only do we watch it multiple times, but we basically just play it on a loop on during Christmas, on Christmas Day. Day. Yeah, it's it's definitely the Christmas Day movie for us. We watch it probably two or three times on Christmas Day. Yeah. Not not closely watching it, but it's what we have in it. I mean, our, our house is funny on Christmas. We've got Christmas music playing. We've got this movie going. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And of course, it is a Christmas story. So the absolute classic uh movie about ralphie and his uh quest to get a red rider air rifle a red rider bb gun and all of the the things that he has to go through to convince people he won't shoot his eye out all the adults you'll shoot dry out (laughs) (laughs) and then he does and then then the first thing he does as soon as he gets (laughs) it's about shoots his eye out so this yeah this movie there really is no point to it except other than reminiscing about a childhood memory and the year he got what he calls the best christmas present ever i think that the other i think that the real point here is just to show kind of a classic american family it's a it's i would consider it a period movie yeah um and it's just showing you know like christmas traditions for an american family and but then it focuses in on ralphie on what he wants for christmas but you get to see them do several christmas traditions picking out a christmas tree they go to a christmas parade they go see santa you see what his interactions are with his classmates at school and what they do for christmas and so obviously it covers a lot, but that that's what I would say is kind yeah. of the overall story. Yeah, definitely. And it's set in the 1940s, I believe. And then, but it was actually made in the 1980s. In the 80s. Yeah. They did a really great job. So though. good. It, it has a real 40s feel or 50s. Is it 40s? For, 40s or 50s. Uh, let's see. It is set. Maybe late 40s. Yeah, probably late 40s. Let's check real quick. So the book it was based on was uh, written in 1966 and it is, I think set roughly in the 1940s. So it doesn't really ever specify, but that it is a 19, probably a late 1940s, early yeah. 1950s and setting. set in the Midwest. So yeah. very American, very, it's really great. I mean, you see all of the interactions between the husband and the wife, the father and his two boys, the mom and her two boys, and you see the interaction between the students and the teacher. It just really kind of 
hones in on relationships and what's going on for this boy and his family in the Christmas season. It's really funny. There are just so many quotable moments happening in that movie. We quote that one throughout the year. Yeah, just absolutely. One of the all-time best. So we put it as number one, just given how classic it is, how much of a tradition it's become for us and probably for a lot of people. Because on actual cable television, they will just air this Mm -hmm. over and over on Christmas Day, which is probably where we've come where we've kind of pulled our tradition of we don't actually we don't usually uh, watch it on like cable or tv just because you get lots of commercials but we just put it on and we own this one so we stream it um our kids love this one too yeah so so it it is one of those family films that i think everybody likes (laughs) yeah and they even quote it too sometimes which is just it's great to see young kids just really loving such a classic Christmas movie like this one. Yeah. All right. We also have one that didn't quite make our list, but was very, very close. And so we're going to call this one an honorable mention. Uh, And it is one of your favorites. Yes. Christmas Chronicles. It's another Netflix film and it has Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. And I freaking love Kurt Russell. You know me. My favorite movie of all time is Tombstone. (laughs) Love it. And I don't know, when I first heard that they were making this film and that he was going to play Santa Claus, I was on the fence about that. But then I saw him as Santa and it's just fantastic. Our kids love it. I love it. I think he does a great job playing kind of a more modern interpretation of Santa Claus and but still have a lot of that classic Christmas magic happening. And yeah, it's a really feel good movie. He goes through like this whole journey with these kids just spending time with them because it's what they need and and essentially like brings the christmas spirit back to the to you know their whole city uh on this kind of quest that really wasn't necessary because he's magically able to do whatever but these people needed it so he took christmas to make to make lives better yeah and it's just great yeah that's probably what makes it what we think is like one of the top santa movies one you get wyatt earp as santa he, yeah. I mean, he's not quite as. But he definitely but, gives those vibes yeah. of like just having a little bit of an edge. Yeah, which is which is awesome. And then, you know, you're in doubt for part of the time just because you're like, oh, no. And that's kind of like a classic Santa Christmas movie trope is that like running out of magic because people don't yeah. believe. And they play on that, but then don't ultimately like need to follow through on it because it's like you know, the magic was there the whole time. And, yeah. you know, this was more just, this was for you, not for me as Santa, which I just makes a lot more sense. I don't know. It's more it fun does as make a Santa more sense Because I mean, that's, he, he acts, it's all part of the story. He acts like you guys have to help me save Christmas or it's just not going to happen. It makes these kids feel like heroes. But then at the end of the story, you realize that he didn't actually need the help at all. And it was just because they needed him. He was there. And it wasn't just them. He touches so many people in the story and helps them. It's just great. It's a really, really good Santa movie. The Santa movies to me tend to be a little bit on the weaker side. Um, But I think that this one is probably the best Santa movie. Yeah. There's some good ones. And I mean, there will be those of you who may disagree with it, especially, you know, growing up with other many, many other Santa movies. 
um, which we we, we watch like. too, and we, we like, like those them. too. Uh, we really like the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. It's an older one. It's kind of got its cringe moments because yeah. it is older, but I mean, it's a, a little bit of a classic. But Christmas Chronicles, I think if you compare the two, you definitely see that this one's better. It's a better story. It was more well thought out, I think. But like all of these lists, it's all very subjective. It is, but not this one because not these are one. all correct. Yeah. yeah. So if you disagree, <laughs> right. you're wrong. All right. So that is our top five with an honorable mention. Number one, a Christmas story. Two, the Grinch. The new Grinch. Just gotta make animated. it so clear. The animate the new animated Grinch. Elf. Number four, it's a wonderful life. Number five, Klaus and special honorable mention, Christmas Chronicles. So that's our top list. We also have a couple movies that make the absolute bottom. We don't have these in any particular order, but no, just as far as the number one, there is a number, there's a worst. Okay. We've, we've come up with the, some of the worst Christmas movies and there's a lot of bad Christmas movies out there. It's just so many, some that we definitely haven't seen just because they look so bad, but these ones make kind of our quintessential terrible Christmas movies and you should just pass on them. So should we, should we just, we'll throw we'll start with number one on this. Yeah. The top spot, there's, there might be some out there that will, you either hate this movie or you love it. Um, and if you do love it, I, I think you must be really interesting person. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> but the, the polar express is going to take our number one spot for worst movie. And part of the reason for this is because the book is so good. It's such a sweet story. We love the book. Our kids love the book. I usually tear up a little bit when I read it because yep. I just get choked up. Um, it really captures that spirit of Christmas and the innocence of being a child in that story. So we thought we would watch that <laughs> with our kids <laughs> as the movie. Um, and I remember when the movie came out that it was, you know, quite popular. Um, so I was expecting to love it. And we started watching it and it was absolutely terrifying. <laughs> this is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. My kids were just horrified. And I was, we had to, we watched about half before I decided to turn it off because I was afraid it was going to give them nightmares. Um, and we have, we have let them watch some, some intense things. They've seen all of the Harry Potter movies, even though they're very young. <laughs> Um, so, so they know intensity and I'm telling you that this is worse than, <laughs> than those. this is worse than Voldemort. Okay. That's how terrifying it is. It is. It's, it's part the animation. The animation's so creepy. It is super creepy at like animation. I mean, you've got like lifeless Mark Zuckerberg's like through the whole, like all of the animation. And then, uh, the story too is just, I mean, it's not the sweet, enduring story from the book. It's part of that. It plays on that. But obviously to make a movie, you have to expand on that significantly. And like a lot of the things that get added in there just make it even creepier than than I think you would imagine. It's hard to even put it into words. I mean, I don't know how they couldn't have done that on purpose to take the, the book and be like, we're just going to take this and make it to be like the most anxiety inducing movie ever. 
Because it really will just fill you with anxiety and fear for these children on this train. And not, yeah, and not in like a really cool Tim no, Burton way. It's not but in a in thrilling like a, way. It's in a, I can't believe this is happening. We just need to stop watching yeah. kind of way. Oh, yes. That's, Very bad. Yeah. Bad. Also, we have it on Blu-ray if anybody wants it. We'll just give it to you. <laughs> you can take it. <laughs> you can take it. Okay. So after that, the next one on the list here for me is the live action Grinch movie. I mentioned how much I dislike the Grinch story just in general. And frankly, you could probably put both of the Grinch movies on this. For I me, disagree. But I think that the original cartoon is, is classic and not as bad as you do. Yeah. But I, and, and a lot of people feel that way. But the, the Grinch with Jim Carrey, it falls in that super creepy like category as well and not in a good way. No. And we don't, I'm just going to throw this out there that I actually really like Jim Carrey. His movies are not always my favorite, but I think that he's really talented and funny. Um, and I, I think it's kind of a soft spot for him. Um, but yeah, that movie, it's kind of a train wreck. It is. Every, everything and about it's it is just, it's just so creepy. Yeah. Our kids like absolutely hate it. They think he's horrifying yeah. dressed up as the Grinch. It just doesn't work. Totally agree. I mean, you just look at like the the image of it and it's just, I don't know. Like it's, <laughs> I'm getting creeped out, like just seeing the costuming and, and everything. But anyway, that is definitely on the worst list. It was a, a big miss, which is unfortunate. All right. Last one that we've got on our list. Oh yeah. It's the Charlie Brown Christmas special. <laughs> Here's the thing. Charlie Brown is depressing and that's all. <laughs> that's how I feel about that. I've never seen any Charlie Brown specials that weren't really depressing. I find everything about that depressing. And yeah, they're, they're, they're tough to watch, especially because I mean, there's going to be a lot of uh, people who are a lot older who really like this. Cause I think because of the nostalgia for it. And it was even something that we watched as kids uh, but now just like looking at it, they're so slow and so depressing that there's just, they don't really fit in with Christmas. No, it says a lot that when you see a really sad looking Christmas tree, you call it the Charlie Brown tree. Yeah. That's about how you can sum up that movie. Yeah. It's sad and depressing. Yeah. So if you need a sad and depressing movie, that would probably be at the top of the list, but you you really don't need sad and depressing at Christmas time. No, I feel like a little bit of it reminds me of like maybe the depression kind of era. <laughs> um, maybe that's what they're going for. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, definitely is really just not a fun, happy Christmas show, which I tend to prefer. Well, it doesn't have to be. Klaus doesn't give that feel either. Yeah. Neither does It's a Wonderful Life, but it has to have some element of like quality storytelling or some compelling something happening right yeah yeah anything not just the sadness of charlie brown yeah those poor kids those poor kids <laughs> <laughs> yep that's pretty much it yep okay there's lots of other bad christmas movies you can pretty much take any sequel and put it on that list that's that's true any christmas sequel all of the sequels and there i mean the genre of Christmas movie just, it runs long and deep. So I, we could probably 
fill multiple podcasts with terrible Christmas movies. But these are kind of like classic ones that really fit in the genre and are very, very bad. Well, that's it. So leaving on, <laughs> leaving on that note, hopefully you have either seen these movies or are now going to uh, start playing one each day as we go through the holiday season. And hopefully that is helpful as well. You know, objectively the best movies, we have laid them out. So you can use that as your end all be all list of movies to watch and to avoid this Christmas season. Yep. It's a, it's a good list. I think you'll enjoy the ones if you watch our top five and avoid the the ones we said are misses. Yeah. Anything else? No. Just enjoy the Christmas season. Yes. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And we will talk again soon. Yeah. Thanks again for listening. If you liked our show, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can find out more on our website, thingstothinkon.co. You can follow me on Twitter at Kyle Larry Evans. You can also find Kelly on Twitter at S. Kelly Evans. See you next time.